Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is your main man, the amateur podcaster himself, the Crazy Dre man, my, my, me, myself and I. Today I'm going to bring my buddy here, Ron. Ron, welcome back to the show. It's been a while and it's been hey, almost Dre, a week. Doing? Thanks. Good to be back. A little closer, my man. A little closer? How's that? That sounds better. That sounds All right. better. All right, my man. So today is Saturday. Today is the 8th of September, uh, the first weekend of the NFL season. Ron doesn't care about football unless the Lions win or the Red Wings are on. There you go. So, so again, put your microphone more to your mouth. There you go. There we go. How's that? That, better? that much better. Oh, yeah. much better. There we go. Okay. Yeah, much better. All right, yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, folks. Guess what? We're listening to Led Zeppelin. We're going to, brief, we're going to throw a curveball a little bit. But we had to talk about how old Led Zeppelin is and how the band, for a second, wasn't together forever because John Bono died of a airplane yeah, alcoholism. Yeah. Airplane crash. That's a good question. I I'm not really no, sure. No, I think no. Actually, he died of alcoholism. Was it? Yep. Died of oh, alcoholism. Okay. Yep. So there you go. So basically, but we were talking about how old Robert Plant and Led Zeppelin would be. Right. But then we went to uh, Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones. He's still moving around, though. I saw a picture of him one day. And, of course, he is old, but he looked. He got a smile on his face. He looks looks healthy. Looks like he feels healthy, but I don't don't know. It must be the years on the road, the exercise he gets, or maybe he's still doing drugs. I think there's a lot of drinking, maybe. That could be, too. I I don't know. I think there's a lot of things about when someone like Mick Jagger and Keith Richards and maybe even Led Zeppelin and Ozzy Ozzy. I think when you do that much drugs and that much system, and mm-hmm. then you magically start to slow down using those drugs, your mm-hmm. body completely adjusts to it, mm-hmm. which is amazing for guys like that. Yeah, but regular that people years. like myself, mm-hmm. I just went to the doctor a couple of weeks ago. No, just a couple of days ago. Okay. So what you told me, I had high blood pressure. Yeah. Now I got to think about. Now he says. Yeah, take high blood pressure medication. I do. I have had blood pressure too. So do you really? Mm-hmm. And what I mean is that just it's a blood thinner. It's it's not. So your heartbeat is okay. Yeah, my heartbeat's okay, but sometimes you get high blood pressure. So they can they can fix that with medication. So I don't think you'll have a problem with that. I mean, I know. Yeah, you'll have to take medication, but it'll save your life. I mean, that's why I take it. Low blood pressure, high blood pressure, whatever. Um, yeah. But I wonder. I wonder why I, because last year it was okay. Right. But I think this year, because I'm at work at, at Mary Fubed, and there's a lot of things that are not really, they're putting a lot of pressure on us, to, first shifters, to do stuff. But now that I have this guy who's not here, I'm like, full time. Right. He's always here, but not here. You get it? Yeah. yeah. And then my old man's, oh, I didn't tell you this, my old. Oh, Yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I went to the hospital because everybody thought that my old man was going to die. Oh, because Well, because he said he didn't want to live. And he's like, I'm done. I'm not doing this stuff no more. Mm-hmm. Everything's over. Right. So he started calling everyone to come around and join the, mm-hmm. the, uh, okay. the gathering. Okay. And then... One of my siblings, it took her forever to get there because she had to go work. She works in Battle Creek or between Battle Creek, whatever, mm-hmm. as a foster care uh, uh, 
a person. Okay. She takes care of kids with a person uh, with foster care at homes and all that. Mm-hmm. Make sure the system is set up so that the kid has somewhere to stay over the night. Okay. So it took her forever because she had to change things and everything else goes with it. So, so we all get there and my, my, my old man, my, our dad is just mm-hmm. sitting there and he's got back pain and mm-hmm. he fell a couple of weeks ago getting a trans, oh, leukemia, tra- uh, transfusion, all that stuff. Okay. So, basically he hasn't slept in seven days. Holy cow. Well, Jeez, that's... the thing is like they, well, the medication he was on. Oh, kept him awake. No, no, oh, it gave him, it made him delusional about his, oh, about boy. his life and his death and all that stuff. Oh, that's why. Ah, okay. But the thing gotcha. is, like, no one really knows when he's like his numbers look fine. Ah. So this is something that we're kind of embracing the whole mental health system. Mm-hmm. I now think that I have higher blood pressure because of yeah. my old man's about to pass, mm-hmm. and it's kind of yeah, like you're. Well, you didn't, yeah. Subconsciously, you're always thinking about oh, it. Sure. But yeah, you're not thinking about it, but you are that thinking does. about you're it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out there, that's going on. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I went to see this new doctor at the same place I could take where I get my checkups. Okay. He made, he gave me the rundown of everything I should be doing. Okay. The PA last year, my, my other doctor. Okay. Told me don't worry about colonoscopy for tell you the age of fifty. Look, everything looks good. The numbers look good. This guy's got me going to poop in a box, and send yep. it to uh, yeah, a lab. Yeah, about the age now where you can. That's but good. this guy's just all, this guy's all flipping out, right? Mm-hmm. So he's got me doing that. He's telling me I told him the reasons why my, my I might have high blood pressure. And he's like, well, we'll look at that. Uh, yeah, have the nurses right check it. At Mary Fieber, at other where I work, mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks, and then, and see how it goes. Well, you know, a lot of times blood pressure continues to, when you're walking or you're doing something extreme, extreme exercise or whatever. But even walking will raise your blood pressure. So the best thing to do is have you do a blood pressure reading. Wait a few minutes while you just sit there. Um, don't talk while you're doing the blood pressure because that'll anything anything. Ex- that you do talking moving thinking whatever can raise your blood pressure because emotionally when your brain starts to freak out your blood pressure goes up it's well, just yeah. a natural thing and i would recommend you get check that out because this is a serious thing i mean and then i hear him see it yeah poop in a box all that but i think that's good because of the fact they want to check a whole bunch of stuff off they want to make sure that you're okay they want to leave anything behind and yeah, yeah it might be a hassle but here's a lot the thing. of shit to do but they're looking out for your health. And, yeah, and they that's, are. That's a good thing. And, but, and, well, they yeah. are, but it's kind of right. weird how one doctor's telling me this, another one saying, well, don't worry They all about have it. their own different opinions. Th- this yeah. is so dumb. Right. To me, it's okay. like no. the, numbers, the numbers are there then uh-huh. uh, after my checkup. and say, okay. oh, yeah, your blood doesn't look good or something's going on. Okay. Then I, my blood's gray, everything's going. Then I would say, okay, mm-hmm. maybe we'll wait till next mm-hmm. year or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I almost feel like I don't know. Sometimes Metro Health or Michigan Health Hospital doctors, mm-hmm. they sometimes are not on cue. They're mm-hmm. either really flaky about their mm-hmm. their medicine, mm-hmm. 
or they're like, oh, he's an outpatient. And we start writing things up like, well, unfortunately, we live in a world where we have doctors and scientists that everybody and every number is different from the next person to, oh, right, yeah. to another. That's, that's true. So okay. I think... I think what I, I I find interesting that that the job that I do I'm always walking around. Oh yeah, you're always moving. Yeah. So I don't get how okay. And another thing that that I would, right. that I might have to do completely. Uh-huh. Like I drink two cups of coffee, okay. short ones, yeah. even shorter than those. Okay, just a small, just a regular. No, it's cup even cup. shorter than that. Even shorter. Okay. Wait. So. Now I'm gonna cut coffee off completely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because one of the nurses' aides says, "Well, you drink coffee, you walk around, that can shoot it up real high too." Yes, it can. You're right. Well, I don't know if that's caffeine. true or not. Well, the caffeine it does with me because when I drink caffeine, I just can't. and I like it. I do. It's one thing. That's one legal substance that won't get you hooked that I do like and enjoy because you get it any in anything, basically liquid form or and or coffee. It gets me going, but yeah. You are right about that. It's it. It shouldn't be good on your blood pressure. So if you, you either cut down now, I don't drink coffee every day. I like if I go out to breakfast with somebody, I'll drink coffee or about it. Or once in a blue moon, I'll drink coffee home. But it's not an everyday thing. I but I do like coffee. Yeah. Um, so yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's great. That and now I'm going probably have to cut down completely right. on, on alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I may even go. Today, tomorrow, right. and then look at my blood pressure at work, yeah. and then just figure out mm-hmm. where I'm at. Because the f- thing I don't want to do is be on medication at f- right. m- my age. Because I think when you start doing that, then your body adjusts to it, and then this, everything else starts to like, oh, since you're doing this, your body needs this and this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need, I don't get this. I think we're so. I think in America we're so quick on trying to fix things by mm-hmm. medication mm-hmm. instead of just changing people's diets, oh, or just changing yeah, the I, way that you eat or yeah. drink and how. I've, I've heard that. Which is amazing yeah. to me. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. is amazing to me how you go to regular bars, local bars, and you see the same person there every single day, drinking about every same amount of beer every day, and you're like. They, they yeah. don't have no symptoms. I don't, or? I don't. I don't drink alcohol every day. Every other day, I, I leave it every other day. I say, if I drank last night, I'm not going to drink tonight. Don't need to. Now the next day, yeah, I will. But I try not to drink every single day. Sometimes I might go a week without drinking. I, I can do that. Well, so and, can you know, I. And I, and I try to, and, and that's fine. But when there's a situation or I'm staying a while, or I'm watching a game or something. Yeah, I might want to drink. Sure. Yeah, and, and everybody else is drinking. You have a good time. It's social. You know. I like the social drink, but I'd not like when I was a kid. I used to slam it down, and you remember the days when you used to do that. And it's just ridiculous. well, yeah, That's I mean, it's senseless. But you know, now we're more mature. We we think better, and, and yeah, every once in a while we do slip a little bit. We might drink a little too much. We already did, but we get carried away. It happens. We're human. But now that I'm older, I have a better control of it. I think. Well, that well, I here's think that's yeah. great. <laughs> well, I do think yeah. Well, I do think that living down here. And I have all these brewings. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier for me to go to one spot to another. But yeah. I'm amazed that I'm not. I'm amazed that the fact that I have founders like there, Grand Rapids Brewing, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. within walking distance. Both of them are basically walking distance. Mm-hmm. And then I have this at couple. Water could be if at water could. But then there's a couple. There's at least one on wealthy that mm-hmm. I haven't checked out. Well, okay. there's a couple on wealthy. Well, there's okay. one on division, one on wealthy that you guys were supposed to go to a couple weeks oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. We could. We'll, why don't we try that? Yeah, we'll try that sometime. Or Jerry too. We'll all yeah, go we'll there. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah. So that in itself, I'm amazed that I don't drink more. Mm-hmm. But what happens though, I think, is that like on a Monday, on that last week, Monday was that Monday? Yeah, we can. No, was it? So it was Memorial Day. They gave me Memorial Day off, right? And I had nothing to do. Okay. So everything was closed. Mm-hmm. Everything. I don't know why all these brewings were close mm-hmm. and half these bars were close and I get it. People up North in the Grand Rapids. So I go to founders and I'm like shooting my mouth a little bit, talking to the bartenders here and there. I was there for at least three hours. I had only four beers, mm-hmm. but still now they're telling people for guys, mm-hmm. you could probably only have about two that's what we usually Two do. beers per week. Oh, wow. It's got that. Yeah. But, yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's got that. Yeah. Lo- I mean, mm-hmm. think about that. Two beers a week. That's incredibly different than it was 10 years ago when they said you could have maybe two yeah, beers okay. every two, three right. days. Yeah. That's but that's seven day. That's in seven days. Only two beers. That's what we usually average when we when my buddy Jerry and I go. We'll drink it. We'll we'll pick two places. We'll go. We'll try the food too, but we'll only have two beers there. And given the fact that he has to drive too, I could I could probably drive too. But given the fact that he has to drive, we limit it to two. And you have to watch your ABV. And then ABV, if you don't know what that is, is alcohol by volume, and that means the higher the volume is, the more, the quicker you're going to get buzzed, and and it's you got to be careful because you, you can drink one and just be an, inebriated like beyond control. So you have to be careful. Now, if you somebody else is driving, yeah, go ahead. You can have your you know your high ABVs. That's fine, but you have to be careful. Those can sneak up. We've been at Founders, Dre and I have been at Founders before and, and not thinking and, and ordered an oatmeal stout, which is like 11, and think, oops, you know, <laughs> uh, better, well, we better stay here a while and I think I'm going to drink water until we leave because I'm, yeah. So you have to be careful with that. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's so weird. I, and I know what, it's funny now that I hate, well, I think one thing about, Going to the doctor is that it's that in itself is stressful, mm-hmm. especially a new guy that doesn't know what he's talking about. New guys, yeah, I, I've experienced that too. I had a doctor, um, matter of fact, I had a doctor for years, great doctor, recommended, and, and I, he's wonderful, he's very thorough, he's got great bedside manner, just the, the best doctor you could ever have. And not only me, there's other people that have him too that recommended him. He's just fantastic. Then he had to retire, and we're like, oh. Here we go. We're gonna lose him. There's nothing. It, when they made him, they broke the mold. Well, he had an, he had somebody to come into his office that was gonna take over his his spot spot. Yeah. And he found somebody. It was a gal, which is fine. I have no problem with guys or gals. Somebody in particular. But anyway, 
and said, you know, she's a lot like me, and that's the reason I picked her, because I could depend on her. She's a lot like me. She's thorough like me. She's a lot like me, and that's why I recommend that you, we that we, we're going to hire her, and, and you should be in good hands. And I thought, good, that's good, because, and you mentioned earlier about doctors, like some of them are this way and some are, and if you want to get another opinion, by all means, and that's the best way to find a doctor, or listen to people, say, hey, I've got this doctor for 15 years, and he's wonderful. He does this, he does this, he does this. he's not a prude, he's not mean, he'll listen to you. You know, not all doctors are bad, but there are some good ones. You just got to shop around, basically. Well, I think the problem that I have with doctors mm -hmm. is that, well, as I get older, you realize that there are so many medications that oh, yeah. they really don't know what they're talking about. I'm like, so you're putting, this, you're putting me on this stuff because, mm -hmm. like, I told you before, mm -hmm. years ago when I had that one seizure, Mm -hmm. at, at at MC Sports. Yep. And everything was moving. Mm -hmm. Like there was one of those it was one of those weekends that everyone went back to school shopping or something oh, was yeah. so you're, every, you're all the yeah. sales and all this. Right. Quite and busy. everyone was just running around and doing this. That that give me a seizure too. <laughs> and then basically I was in the back mm -hmm. by the shoes where the shoes are. And then I had a seizure. And then, like, well, there were like eight people there in the back. They all were taking breaks in the back by the shoes because they were being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. But I guess I fainted or had a seizure. I, the one guy put a wallet in my mouth so I wouldn't swallow my wallet, which is a myth. You don't well, most, most yeah, I know. Most people, people don't yeah. swallow though. Put, put it so you don't bite down, bite your tongue off. I've heard of that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. But, but that's really basically a myth, I heard. Is, yeah. So. I go to the doctor, I go to a hospital, mm -hmm. and then I go see a specialist. And this guy wanted me to put me on two medications right away. And I'm like, right. no way. And I have the right to say no. I can write no, no, to say no. Sure, yeah. You know what? I'm so happy I took that advice, my own advice. Mm -hmm. It's like, why would you even put me on a medication? Because I never had, this is my one-time recurrence. And you haven't had one since. Yeah. So good. So yeah, yeah, think right. about that. So when I say this to people out there who are medicated or medication, you really basically need to go go talk to a bunch of nutritionists and dietitianists first. Mm -hmm. Change your diet, completely change it. Like mm -hmm. I a year ago, I started eating blueberries, strawberries, yeah, raspberries. Fruit too, yeah. That's it's all really I good for you, and, yes. that, and I've been eating a banana for the last two and a half years. Right. And my dad's like, yeah. Thing about my old man is like he is kind of a jerk about everything, but he said, "Well, why do you why do you need bananas? It's potassium. That it's good what, for you." Well, he said, "Well, do you have a uh, fiber problems or uh, pooping and all that?" He said, "No, I just know that they're good for you. They're good for you because they neutralize you, they neutralize your stomach. Mm -hmm. They're the natural neutralizer. They're full of potassium, which is really good for you for your energy. And so." Stuff like that, uh, what I've been doing now. Now I have to go back on this resume of only drinking once a week, and it's only going to be two beers. Okay. Like at, when I watched the Detroit Lions beat Kansas City Chiefs, I ordered a small beer at the bar at the Glass House, mm -hmm. and then drink tea and water. Okay. Just because. We were going to do a podcast, but I mean that right. Wednesday, 
I got this new doctor, which when, when I have another appointment, I'm going to go with my old doctor. I don't like this guy. That's fine. This yeah, guy's way too, like, like he's yeah. way too, like, into, yeah, some, some, like, he's way too the age stuff. Yeah, you know, I, and you I've can't, noticed that too, yeah. I don't think that really works because right. some guys be in their 70s. Yeah. And they're completely good health. Yeah. And then the doctor's like, we should put you on this medication. And the guy's like, yeah. I'm probably going to outlive you because of the situation that I'm in. And right. you're in doing something totally different. You know, I've got this cardiologist now. It's a new one. I've only had him for maybe a year and a half, whatever. Um, well, he put me on Jardians, which is fine. Oh, it prevents stroke and it's a name brand. But He's about, oh, 30s, 40s, somewhere around here. So he's still young yet. And I think, you know, he's one of these guys that are stepping on a wagon. And the reason I brought this up is because I don't know if you've heard of the donut hole. You get into a certain amount of money and you're paying for a prescription and it gets more expensive. Well, the last time I picked up a 30-day supply of people, 30 days, okay, almost $250. Yeah, it's Just crazy. for 30 pills. Isn't that crazy? It's ridiculous. And yes. I'm in a donut hole. I, I, I'm stuck. There's nothing I can do. Is there a generic? No, there is not. So I'm screwed until they come out with a generic. So it's like you mentioned earlier about these doctors. Oh, do this, let's do this, let's do this, do this. Okay, slow down. Let's see what was working. Let's now. Uh, he did take me off clopidogrel, which is another blood thinner. But you know, we it, it varies. Depends on doctors and, and and what your medical stature is at that point when they check you up. See what your levels are and all your tests and stuff, and then they can go from there. But with the the Jardians is what really got me. And I just think it's ridiculous. And and I'm at the mercy of the medical, at the drug companies because there's no generic yet. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of money. Uh, $250 for 30 pills is just ridiculous. Well. That's weight. That's like 5 $6 a pill. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. But you know what? I mean, this is a really thing. Like when I was in Colombia, mm-hmm. when I was with the nuns or the sisters, whatever they were in the orphanages, mm-hmm. they put me on medication like Put me on seizure medication. Right. When I came to America, doctors like, have you seen him have seizures to my parents? Like, no. Mm-hmm. Then why are we giving him seizure medication? medication right, yeah. And they took me, well, te- technically, I think what happened was that they didn't put me on that road at all when I came to America and had doctors right. check me out every six months mm-hmm. or talk to a doctor and all that. Mm-hmm. And then doctors like, yeah. well, if he was never having seizures around you, you don't need to put. We don't. You don't need to prescribe him seizures medication. Right. So that's the thing about my medical field surroundings. Right. Like okay. I know that people jump the gun, and a lot right, of times yeah. people yeah. don't realize yeah. that yeah. some people that have seizures, it's because they're anxious, mental health, and that all that. They just yep. get warmed up, and mm-hmm. they something climax a little bit too high. And it just goes to a bum now, rush. Now, some people do need the seizure medication because they do have seizures every day. I, I, my stepbrother used to have them. And there were certain medications they tried on him, all different kinds. And he would he's the type that would pass out or faint. And no matter where he was, he would just crumble to the ground. And it was scary because he could have got hurt or broke his arm or something like that. Just passes right out. Finally, he got up. But he had a cross. It, it, the um, a side effect was it made his gums grow. So he had oh. to keep cutting his gums. Back. So he had to change his medication. Now, now, I haven't seen him in years. I, I don't know. He's just a stepbrother. So he's living with someone else. But anyway, uh, as far as I knew, they changed medication. And that, that was, but he, they changed the medication to a type that had less seizures. He did have them, but less frequent. Well, yeah. So you're not going to 
stop them all together. You're going to yeah. stop the frequency. But in some people, maybe in their lives, like you said, for example, you only had one. Yeah. And they kind of watched you and sat back and went, you know, he's been pretty good so far. And the reason he got in that situation, because all this emotion and all these things together grouped up and they made him mind go. Well, yeah. And that, that's very seldom that happens now. You're, you're not really under a lot of pressure now with your job to say. No, you know, I, I mean, mean not, I think, you know, it's not constantly. Oh, we got to get here and oh, no, it's it's like okay, yeah, we're here and you got to put my up job, with yeah, my whatever, job, but yeah, my job is a very controlling. Mm-hmm. It's a control environment job. Yeah, you go by with the doctors, give the nurses, mm-hmm. then, then the nurses go down mm-hmm. to the to the to the dietitianist like and down down right. to nutrition, mm-hmm. and then we follow suit, and that's the mm-hmm. suit we follow. Mm-hmm. So if the doctors pour odors in, the nurses follow suit. We have to follow that suit. Right. And then we're hoping that people on yeah. the other shifts follow suit. But at this point, mm. instead, I'm thinking of, instead of caring so much about that, yeah, I'm just going basically do what the do what it's ordered, and not yeah. worry about what other coworkers do. Gotcha. Good idea. Yeah, but you know what? Good. Yeah, because yeah, I I I can I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about because we spend our energy. And some other parts of our lives worrying about what other people do or think. And we spend so much time on it, it gets to us. And, and it's hard not to do. I mean, I have a problem with that all the time. But like you said, that's a great idea because if you that's less stress in your life. That's less to worry about. Don't worry about what's going on over here because that's just going to stress you out and make your job harder. I well, yeah, you. I yeah. mean, that's right. basically what I'm going to have mm-hmm. to do. And basically... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I got into a bad habit of drinking coffee because coffee is there at Bigby in the hospital. Yeah, I, I know. Yep, so that's probably just a bad habit mm-hmm. that I developed. The only times I did drink coffee mm-hmm. was when I came down to Grand Rapids when I was living in Wyoming to read. Sure. Because yeah. I like downtown environment or yeah, whatever. Well, so I enjoyed it. Bookstore, whatever. But now... You know, it's like coffee's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Coffee. Love the coffee. McDonald's coffee, too. Okay. Um, well. So, so let's talk about you, right? Yeah. Let's. Uh, now, the reason I haven't been, we haven't been in our podcast lately. My van was broken down. I don't know. We may have mentioned that last podcast. I believe we did. Um, and was because the air conditioning. Um, well, it, it'd be like I'd call them up and I'd say, hey, I just want the lowdown. What's, what's the status right now? Well, we've got it torn apart. We need this part. We need this part, but we will call you. And I kept calling them, and not to bug them, just to find out what was going on. Um, and God bless them; they did a great job. But what was but, the um, problem? Well, it was a couple of lines. It was part of the condenser. They had to have um, Frost King or some mobile unit come in and solder it or something. So it ended up like it was all. It was like uh, oh, like four hundred and fifty dollars, and this is over over almost three weeks. Um, which is fine. I needed a van, but that's that's the reason, and that's what the issues were. They did take some things out that I told them to. They didn't charge for that. Now, when I did get the bill, he says, "Well, it would have been at least fourteen hundred, but we're going to knock off a grand because you're a new customer, and we had trouble finding it. So we thought we'd give you a break." And I thought that's wonderful. That's great. They, they just well, let's go back. Thank you. That's I appreciate that. So that's the status right now, and that that's why it takes so long. It's like you know we're. We're waiting on parts, and most of it's waiting, you know? Okay, let's go back. 
let's go back to that part that they replaced and mm-hmm. why it's important because this is talking about automobile oh, stuff. Oh yeah, right, right. Okay. So anybody out there mm-hmm. with a van that has issues, yeah, air conditioning, yeah, air conditioning. Yeah. Why? Okay, so why is that part okay, so well, important? Okay, um, this was a, the rear condenser. Now in a in a converted van, basically you take out the middle floor and they rebuild it. Okay, now and those these vans they also will install a condenser in the rear of the vehicle. Okay. And that's so your AC will spread throughout the van. Van's a pretty big vehicle, and you need a condenser in the back to cool the whole thing down. You couldn't just do it up front. That's not just going to – it'd be fine up front, but if somebody's in the back, they're going to sweat their ass off. So basically, this is an added condenser. It added more lines. Some of these lines are exposed to the elements as they aren't in the engine compartment. Um, I come to find out air conditioning lines do uh, – they sweat. They can they condense. Oh. You get condensation, so you can't wrap them up. If you wrap them up, then they would still condense, and then the con- condensation would deteriorate the line. So basically, you have to have them covered from the elements, not as much wrapped, like protected, so they don't get splashed on. Oh. See if you can keep the elements off of these, because now they're exposed in the engine compartment. They're they're covered to a certain extent, where water's not or salt's not going to get up there. See, but if these are exposed more elements are going to get to them and they aren't going to last as long. And that's why you have to keep the maintenance up on these because they're going to wear out quicker because of the elements in Michigan, especially with all the salt and the spray, it is terrible. So I would recommend, um, undercarriage washes. Now, uh, the gentleman that owned the van before me didn't think he would, should do undercarriage washes because of the fact that there are little nooks and crannies in there where water could settle and puddle. But, the thing with undercarriage is that rinses off the salt and the nasty stuff underneath there. And if you have that salt laying on the metal all the time, it's going to rust it. If you uh-huh. go up there, you rinse it off, you clean it, it's going to it's going to rust, but it's going to slow it down. It's okay. going to rust it. So the only reason he did it was afraid that he'd make it even worse, which is oh, not okay. the fact. Now, depending on what car wash you go to, you can't go to the old belt drive ones. Those are dangerous. Now, there's one called Tommy's, and that's just a big giant conveyor belt your van sits on it doesn't roll it doesn't do anything it just sits there the the conveyor belt pulls it through wow where these other ones they grab your wheel and they're on a chain system yeah and if there's anything hanging down or underneath there it's going to grab that and rip it out so i'd definitely recommend if you have a handicapped accessible van do not go to one of those car wash go to a tommy's or one recommended Mm. and do your undercarriage wash too Mm. so that's mainly the issues now when i did get this van um, I knew there was things that were coming with it. I knew that the air conditioner didn't work. I knew that the, the the fuel light was on. I knew the gas cap light was on. And now these are the and this is because of the facts that it's a 13. It is now 2023. So you do your math, and something has had miles on it every single day, you know, 365 days a year pretty much, except Christmas and holidays. But you know, with kids and everything, it's salt in and out, in and out, constant opening up, closing, closing, wearing out. Constant use every day. Now, I don't use the thing every day. It's very seldom I use it every day. I use it, but not every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it depends on how well you maintain it. But when you're getting in a van, whether it's new or used, trust me, it's going to be expensive. It's going to cost you money to fix it. Now, I knew that going in, and I thought, wow, gee, it's going to be expensive. Should I refuse? No, I'm going to take advantage of it. I didn't pay a cent for it, so I lucked out there. So now I can, so I can afford it. But I'm telling everybody... If you need it, that's fine, but it's going to be expensive. It's not cheap. And not, not only nowadays prices going up, but um depends on who services it. 
Um, uh, there's four technicians, I believe, where I get mine done. Now, three had already two. One had quit, and one had one is on. Uh, he's from Lansing. He goes to Lansing in Michigan, or Lansing in Grand Rapids. Lansing goes between, so they spread them out. So now their techs are low, and when that things don't get done as quick because they have to spread them thin, and I understand that. So once they get technicians, but regardless of that, it 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 doesn't matter. It's still going to cost you you money. Uh, so be prepared to spend some money on it now. Depending on how much you drive it, and how much money you can afford, it's up to you. But if if that's just one of the responsibilities of having one, having whether it's new or not. Yeah, or having any vehicle. Yeah, yeah. yeah but vans are more expensive because of the fact that there's there's more equipment in there that you do need besides standard equipment's already on the vehicle, like a ramp motor. Um, that was fourteen hundred dollars, and that's 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 the ramp. The motor itself was thousand dollars. And that's like $400 labor, so it's not cheap. No. But in all in all, if you need it and you have to have it, well, then it's worth every penny, I think. I think um, they do have places that you can go, and they do have a financial thing that you can get on that you can afford it and make payments. They do have that. For people that are very poor, yeah. they can't afford it. Luckily, I don't have to do that. But that's that's the thing when you get a van and the issues. And that's why we haven't been doing many podcasts because it's been broken down and Andre could have picked me up, but it depends on his schedule, his day off, and sometimes they clash. So that's our reason, and that's the issues why. There you go. Uh, we were doing that with a van. So there you go. And then what else did you want to talk about? Well, there's a. I did want to cover um, muscular dystrophy, which we've talked about numerous times before, but getting into a, a little bit part of his, his mental health of muscular dystrophy now, and, and what I mean by mental health is like that um, most people with my condition when they're born or they're raised or they're younger kids, they not only f they have muscular problems, but their mental health is issue too. Um, they may have behavioral problems, slight behavioral problems. Um, they might have anxiety. They may have depression. It, it comes with a territory. So it's not only in your muscles, it's in your big muscle, your brain. It has that. Now, I didn't know this until uh, about three or four years ago that this, this, this had to do with it also. Somebody mentioned watch your mental health. And I'm thinking mental health. I mean, Hey, I got muscles here. There's my, my brain's fine, you know? And as I later years, as years went on, I went, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. And I read something and I thought, Oh God. And th these people on this play thing called BM Deers is a website you can go to if you have muscular dystrophy and they talk and discuss about, Hey, has anybody had depression or do you have anxiety? What do you take? How much do you take? What's recommended? Do you need to see the therapist? Do you need this? You know, so there, it, you know, not only are we problems with our muscles, but our mental health also. Mm. So it's it's kind of a challenge because if one's doing good, then the other's not doing good. They have to they have to go in sync. If you're not feeling emotion good emotionally, you aren't going to do anything. And if you can't do anything physically, like lifting or hauling or whatever you could do, that adds more to the mental health part because now you're upset because you can't do what you used to do. And it's kind of, it's, it's hard. It, you know, if, if you're was an active person that does stuff and fixes things, mm. you're great. But so that has a lot to do with the mental health also. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's gotta be, I mean, it's gotta be tough. It is like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how, I mean, I was born with a disability right away. Mm -hmm. And I was never really told anything about it from the get-go from when I was born because right. no one really talked to me. I was a mute. But when I came to America, again, 
going through being teased, getting mocked, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being totally different than everyone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's setting the premises of my issue right. with everybody mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. or every stranger in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, there's an element of being disabled and you have to prove to everyone that you're not disabled in mm-hmm. a way. No, no, I get you. Like, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. So, even though they see you disabled physically, mm-hmm. they will also question your mental state of mind. Right. And when people don't listen, you can get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter. And it's anybody who's not disabled too, but when you're born with a disability, and it's pretty obvious, the whole, the whole mm-hmm. mindset of other people, of what they think of you as a human, mm-hmm. To plunders down to below average, correct. Then they treat you special, mm-hmm. or if you outsmart them, you're mm-hmm. being a jerk, or mm-hmm. you're being a smartass, mm-hmm. or something like that. Like right. it doesn't matter if you're at work. You tell somebody that they did something wrong, and you're like, "Hey, I, I saw that you miscorrect." Mm-hmm. This patient, like there's a dietitian that always gives them patients supplements when they are on a limited supplement. Okay. And I don't know why they do this, mm-hmm. but if the patient's on a limited, limited fluid intake, right? no one's going to want to take that insure. Because they'd rather have their water or spray or their... Yeah, insurance is not that great. A lot of people don't like it. Yeah, no, people don't like it. No. But if I would say something to them, they're like, oh, you're just being a little jerk. No. So that is an issue in itself. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, in your case, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't... No, I, I remember I, that. I can't... I yeah. can't I couldn't go. I couldn't imagine going from partially walking. Now you're not walking, and now yeah, it's hard. Everything's totally changed. Now you have to relearn how to get adapt to everything mm-hmm. or else. Yeah, and it's not really what people think of you now because people always know you as partially disabled. But now right. you're in that situation where you it's are yeah. right. in a situation where mm-hmm. you can't move. The way that you want to move, you can't go where you want to go. Mm-hmm. You got to set up your van. You got to get in the van. You have to go. It's mm-hmm. just everything. So it, it's, it's more, it takes longer to do certain things than it did before. And I'm, I'm getting used to that now. But it's still hard because now some people know and they understand that and they assume that's fine. But some people don't know or they forget. Well, like you mentioned earlier, when you were growing up and you're a little kid, you got picked on. I did too. Because I was weak, I wasn't popular, I was easy to pick on, you know, and the bullies had always looked for me. They look for a kid that, that's not right, or the kid that something's different with them, or a kid that just doesn't, doesn't fit in, the little scrawny ones, like you and I. When we were little, you know, they pick on us. It's just a natural thing of human condition that, that people always do, unfortunately do that. But once you get older and you get to know people and you do find friends that accept you and see you for who you really are, once you get into friends, then you're feeling better. You're not so down and out. You're still going to have that, but not as bad as it was when you didn't have any friends or when you're little, you know, when you finally started getting your, your friends around you, your, your friendship people that you were close to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I've always had problems with mm-hmm. keeping friends or staying with friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I know that when I was, I mean, I I would go past high school, but now after high school, you know, I hung out with a bunch of guys that were cool and fun and all that. But when it came down to their morality or their ethics, mm-hmm. kind of questioned my own thought process with them. Right. Gotcha. And then when they figured out that I wasn't going to go along with their shenanigans, mm-hmm. then their friendship kind of just took to the left gotcha. field. Yep. And I think that's the thing about, you know, I think, I don't know, maybe, I think because... I think people who are disabled, there are certain things that they're expected of, and one of those things is being um, uh, kind of a what do I call it? Turd about, or no, I wouldn't say a turd, but they can say or do things that are kind of dirty or inappropriate, mm-hmm. and and it's and it's expected out of them. Being, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I, being yeah, immature. Right. Yeah. Like, there's a there's a friend of mine in his 40s. He still mm-hmm. sends me weird high school jokes. Mm-hmm. And I'm at work. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I can't look at this now because I'm at work. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm working. And I don't know too many 45-year-olds or 40-year-olds who... who show each other memes mm-hmm. and think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really, like, some of it's really weird and sexual. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, this is something like 15 or 18-year-old kids or 14-year-old kids would do and they have never seen mm-hmm. or have never had sex. Right, okay. And stuff like that. The mm-hmm. mystery of womanhood or what, mm-hmm. the mystery of having sex with a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that. So he keeps sending me stuff like that, and I just don't know how to tell him. Like, dude, you're yeah. almost too old for this. Yeah, you yep. know what I mean. That's and that. Yeah, I I have um. There's like when I go online, certain people have different ethics when they're on Facebook. Now, some people cuss and swear, and that's prerogative. But I try to keep it down. I I might, I might cuss. I might say ass or shit, but I'm not going to say the f word, or I'm not going to say because it's just it's just rude. There's a time and place to swear, for me. Um when it's appropriate around certain people, but certain people are certain ways. Some people don't cuss a lot. Some people do. And, and I, you, you have to control your socialization as it were different with different people. This person might cuss all the time and you can put an F bomb in now and then, but this person doesn't. And if you do put F bomb, you can quote yourself or you can just, you know, mouth it and they know what you're talking about to get that emphasis is, is most the F-bomb to me is more of an emphasis word because it means you're serious, you're to the point, and this, this is some serious stuff, or you're angry. And, and it, you're right, different people talk in different ways, but I try to compensate for that in certain people and know when to say and what to say and when. You know, it, Sometimes you have to learn that. But no, I, I, I see what you mean. It's, it's one of those parts of maturity that you... Well, yeah, I mean, there's at least two guys that... There's one guy that I know I don't talk to. I think he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But he says the most appropriate things on on right. Facebook about something that bad that happened to yeah, somebody. Yeah, I, I don't like to air my 
dirty laundry in public. I don't well, it's not. I mean, like, like celebrity shit stuff. Oh, okay, something yeah. bad happened to a celebrity or something. He'll mm-hmm. make a meme out of it, make a joke out of it, mm-hmm. and it's like always this constant right. high school humor. Mm-hmm. And then my other buddy, he's just always sending me innuendos about mm-hmm. what girls do or what. What or what he wants to do to a girl and all that. I'm like, right. yeah. I mean that. Well, yeah. that Tell I mean, me that in person when we're just two guys sitting together. Don't you know? But broadcast across Facebook. I don't. Or while well, he sends me as a message. Oh, okay. All right. Or a message. Okay. So but he's really messaging. like, like I don't think I can actually help him. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way around it. Like, he'll, he's beyond control. Well, he's either it's, going to just have to like. Mm-hmm. Do it, do it himself, right? And whatever happens to him, mm-hmm. it's right. what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't just be someone's cerebral or father figure or friend figure or whatever you want to call it. Right? Yeah. Like one thing I'd say this: when I was younger, I was very much like that kid. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Yeah. And then the friend of mine and his new wife now that they've been married for about seven okay, years, yeah. they kind of cut me off from that circle of reliance. Mm-hmm. So I can't go somewhere to crash because mm-hmm. there's a whole new relationship that he was in. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So she basically cut that off in a heartbeat. No, I, I can see that. I, I see it. Did some, some gals... Don't mind that kind of thing in into the relationship, but some gals want that relationship last, and and with that happening, that doesn't because you gotta you they want the husband to be more with them than they do with their friends. Not that they can't hang out with a friend anymore, but the the situation changes. Well, no, no, no more sleeping overnight because no, it's in you know, like that. She wants well, her privacy, exactly. her time with the husband, and I get that. I, I get that. There's a time, place for it. You're right. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. so. Basically, what happens like. And then top of it, I didn't really agree with his other buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Somebody's uh, gonna say something. About someone's I mean, buddies BS. Yeah. Or one of our buddies BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything that came out of his mouth was BS. It was just trying to impress people. Uh, yeah, I've, I've of, known people like that. Point um, of view. They'll yeah. say the most perfect thing. But the funny thing about that is, is that people when they lie and they make all this shit up, thinking you're gonna like it, you don't like it. It's ridiculous because you know it's a lie. Well, I've used fr- known people like that. They're they're full of BS, and they say all this stuff that isn't even true, and yet you're thinking, well, if you would t- tell the truth and be your own self and not try to impress everybody, there'd be more people that like you. Well, I've yeah, seen several people like that. So that you know, well, that's something. That, but that's something that that like he, like I, like when I was, in some ways. I'm kind of lucky that I kept in touch with them and became mm-hmm. an acquaintance of them again and haven't really gone to their right. house. But I'm not really sure they really want me or there anyways. But it wouldn't be the same. It, I mean, I probably wouldn't even bring any alcohol, but I'm sure like he was like, hey, man, buy me a couple of beers or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm probably going to change my my presence. Mm-hmm. By just coming over 
with my water and watching the games. Yeah, gotcha. So okay, one yeah, of so. one of the one of a couple of his other buddies. Yeah, that oh, I don't know him well, but I think yeah. it's his cousin or whatever. Mm-hmm. They still living it up like it's nineteen ninety six. Oh man, that's so. And but I don't know. I'm just I by the pictures I see sometimes. Oh, okay. You see yeah. them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. He's he's hardly ever on Facebook. So yeah, he players, keeps yeah. well. Technically, you kind of want to stay off those platforms. Yeah. I heard. Yeah. But I kind of like it's just a habit. Facebook mm-hmm. is a habit. Instagram is a habit. But since I'm doing this podcast, I need a gateway for my stuff to go out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it mean am I ever going to make money off this? No, no. But, I I just think that the best part of this podcast is that is getting people educated on. What's actually going on with us and or other people, you know, um, and we try to we try to do a broad gambit on everything we can to a certain extent. Um, now, we might repeat a few things, but it, we may repeat them, but talk differently on them. Um, another one I'd like to bring up here is, is that I'm going through here is, is I'm getting a new wheelchair. Now, I did have an assessment done previous to that, but for some weird reason in the communication gap or somebody didn't get the menu. What happened was is they find out that the one Humana that I have, and we probably discussed before, did not cover it. Well, that's fine, so now we have to find somebody else that does. Now, once you find somebody else who does or what have you, now you have to get an assessment, and that is getting measurements, getting you know, finding out what chair you get, what type, what do you want on it, what you don't want on it, what color, da-da-da-da, whatever. Well, now, with everything all messed up, I have to start all over again for square one. And it's going to be at least at least six months to seven months before I get anything. That's because the insurance has to agree with it. I have to get the doctor on board with it. There's all these little hoops and things that you have to do to get that to where you can finally get it. So it takes time. You can't click your fingers and get one overnight. It's impossible. I did not know that. Okay. Now, unless you have Medicaid, which I only have Medicare. And let me get something straight, too. Not everybody in my situation has Medicaid. You have to, you have to be, um, you have to apply, you have to be applicable for it, or you have to have a certain amount of disability to apply for it. I can't just go out and get Medicaid. I, I, I'm not messed up enough. Okay. I have Medicare, which is totally different, which doesn't pay for hardly anything. It's so weird that you say that because you're, you are messed up. You can't use your legs. I know. I know. And you'd, you'd think that, but nope, I guess I don't qualify. But anyway. It's because your wife makes too much money, right? Yeah, that's probably well, that's it. And it's say. unfortunate. Yeah, we we make enough money, but we still don't make enough. It's We're not poor and we're not super rich. We're kind of in between. We're in that. Yeah, and, and, and unfortunate as it is. Okay, so basically we're just waiting. It's time now. It takes time. So with people with Medicaid, they get it quicker. Say if you're paraplegic or you're cancer, you had your legs amputated. Now, this is different. This is priority one. Where me, I just can't walk but i can stand and i can use a regular wheelchair and i don't you know it, it all depends on what the situation is but it does take time it does take energy and, and it, the frustrating part is that when you have to go through all this and you spent already spent six months and then you have to wait another six months it's very frustrating and, and you can't i don't know if there's anyone to blame maybe somebody fell asleep at the switch maybe somebody wasn't doing their job maybe somebody screwed up now from what I understand, though, the first assessment I had, the gal that did my, my assessment, no longer works at Mary Freebed. 
Now, I don't know the reason why she left. I don't know if she got fired or what. But it brings up red flags. Red flags are popping up. Hey, wait a minute. Somebody, I don't care who screwed up. So was it? Who, wait. So the nurse or the? One of of the the, uh, orthotic people. Oh, orthotic. Yeah, they're orthotics. Okay, okay. An authority. They do the measurements. They do everything for your wheelchair, whatever, and they relate the relation. They relate the information to whoever. Now, there must have been a communication cap. Come to find out that Humana would not take a certain uh, airway oxygen. So now we're back to square one. But we didn't know this until we we're like three months into it. Oh, by the way, I guess they don't take it. Now we're gonna have to start all over. It's frustrating. I can't point the finger at anybody because I really don't know what happened, but somebody messed up. It has to be. But for me, I'm the one that has a problem, and I'm the one suffering for it. It's even worse. Now you know, my arms are killing me. This chair doesn't work worth a crap. You know, I, I'm, I'm stuck in a situation that hopefully I'll be able to get out of. But it's no, it's no run in the park. It's no trip through the daisies. I'll tell you right now. And if anybody listening, I'll forewarn you about that. And I didn't know that either, but now I'm coming to it. So it's... Being handicapped is, is not fun. It's yeah, not, it's, I don't know, it's man. Not, I, it's, I mean, you can you can live with through it, you can deal with it, but you have to you have to approach it in a totally different manner than a regular person would. It's totally different. There's well, eventually, I don't know. Eventually, it just catches up with you. It does. It does. Not just yeah. age, but your people's well, the, disability. Yeah, my my situation. Um, and the last thing I want to touch on here would be, uh, I'm going to cover that real quick here, and I'll get your opinion on it too, is um, now w- what's happening is, is my muscles, in my disease, Becker's muscular dystrophy, uh, what happens is it's called atrophy. Atrophy is a, is a deterioration of muscle tissue. It's a slow process. Now, you cannot build these muscles. They're impossible. You can keep them toned, which is what this means is that if you – not really exercise, but you stay active, you walk or do whatever you can, the best of your ability, it's going to slow the atrophy down. It's not going to stop it. It will slow it down. Now, a lot of people don't know that. Oh, well, you build your muscles, you'd be backed up normal no time. No, it doesn't work that way. You have no idea. It doesn't work that way. So people that don't know, um, I'll give you an example real quick. I was taking a, a Taekwondo class, martial arts, and then I could move around. Not the greatest. But I could do some. But how many years ago was this? Oh, God. This was like, oh, 15, maybe 20, some 15 years ago, probably. And I said, well, that's fine, but I can't. Well, your muscles will tone up after a while. You'll get used to it. I said, they don't. Well, sure they will. I said, no, I must go different. It doesn't. He goes, yeah, sure they will. It was a constant battle. Like, no, I can't. I'll do what you say, and I'll try the best I can. But there's no way I can do that. So finally, one day, I was talking to him. He goes, you know what? I owe you an apology. I said, what? He said, I looked it up online. You're right. You can't. And I was being a jerk. And I'm sorry. I, I apologize. No. I said, you were being positive. You, you had a positive outlook on it, but you didn't know. And that was your positivity in martial arts. And I get that. That's fine. And you didn't know. But now you do. So now you'll know and you'll understand. And, and if we can educate more people on that. And let them know what's going on. They can look at me and go, oh, yeah, he's probably got muscular dystrophy, but I don't know all about it because I've heard it on the podcast or I've heard certain people talk about it. You know, we have to educate people 
to let them know what's going on. So once they're educated, they know what's going on. They can have a better understanding, not completely, but a better understanding. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the main thing. That's that. I think that's all in understanding and accepting is, is, is the main thing here. You know, you and I experience that. We, we know about that. We, but our life's experiences explain that to everybody too, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the way I, that's the way I, my outlook anyway, rather. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, people try to make, I think, yeah, I get it. People try to make things, my situation, very positive. Mm-hmm. But I think just for me to work and all that, that's positive. Right. Me being independent. Yeah, that's great. I, I think that's great that you're working. Me, but me that's, being independent. Me being independent is positive. Mm-hmm. Very much. Oh, yeah, independence is very But I don't know. You know, I, I really think that People don't know about it and then just been to like patronize me. Yeah, I get that too. I get that too. So I like, t- yeah. a lot of times I just learn to ignore it. Yeah, you know, that's human nature. And, and, and I just people, start, and I just yeah, walk away. They don't, They, I think they, in some people's minds, they think if they patronize you like that, that they're being okay and that's how they can deal with you. But just treat us like a regular human being. That's no, what I'm we saying, are. we're just, you know. No, I'm saying that they, well, they accidentally patronize you by being super duper. You're amazing. You're doing so good. Yeah. That I, yeah. Exactly. That, I, I know. I get that BS. Then I just totally ignore them. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Okay. You're just being a tool. I don't say that to you them, know, but I experienced that the other day. Matter of fact, I don't know if you, you probably don't remember it, but I was getting in my van. There's a gentleman on the side. I could just rolled up on a bike and I'm getting in and I'm doing everything. He looked at me. He goes, Hey, good job. And I'm like, Oh, I remember you that. know, and I thought, I'm not going to say anything, but, you know, I do this every single day. Don't talk to me like I'm a five-year-old learning to tie my shoes. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing this for almost a year now, so I know what I'm doing. Just say, hey, how you doing? Or, hey, nice van. Or so. You don't have to compliment on what I'm doing because I do it all the time. It's not like I'm, I'm a five-year-old and I'm just getting up or walking for the first time. That's yeah. what it seems like. Yeah. And a lot of people, that's their human nature. That's they. That's how they think. They think if they approach it in a manner like that, everything's okay. Well, it's not. And not everybody's that way, but there are certain people. And you you mentioned that too. So that's another part we have to get used to. That's another part we have to accept and, and, and get used to. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. Well, folks. I think we're going to wrap it up on a high note. Uh, thank you for listening to Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all. Thank you, Ron, for showing up. Hey, no problem. Glad uh, to be here. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, any topics you guys want to talk about, uh, email me at show at gmail.com. Uh, thank you, Bus Brown, for distributing my stuff out there. Thank you, Apple. Thank you, Spotify, for... For allowing my podcast to be on your platforms. Um, anybody out there that needs help, go grab help. Don't be afraid. Uh, go see your doctor. Don't believe everything your doctor tells you. Get different opinions. Yep. Because no one knows anything. It's yeah. science. Yeah. Medication, medicine, yeah. anything yeah. is science. Yeah. First thing I would tell you to do is clean yourself up. Mm-hmm. Eat better. Choose a better lifestyle yeah. better. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Well, that's... The whole over over under thing. <laughs> Basically, don't drink so much. Drink more water and take more. Um, what do you call it? Um, 
Take more fruits and all that, vegetables, and mm-hmm. not so much red meat. Mm-hmm. If you need red meat, take it, red meat. I love red meat. Who doesn't? Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite. Steak. Steak. Love neighbors. it. Yeah. All right, folks. Peace, love. Have we'll a happy ya. Saturday. Go Michigan State. I don't know what to say to you guys. Michigan State, yeah.